0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1645, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, if you're wondering about me and my background and my credentials, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. That's where I discuss all of that in more detail. But for now, I'm going to spare you from that long intro and jump right into today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came via email. Jeff writes, I lost most of my weight on the keto diet. I listened to your episode about ketosis. However, one of the best benefits from the keto diet for me was my brain. My mind was clear and less foggy. What does the research say about how keto affects your mind? Thanks, and I'm enjoying the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Jeff, and I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast. Earlier this week, I read an article about the ketogenic diet. In that article, the author mentioned how the body responds to being on a keto diet. One of the byproducts of eating a diet that's high in fat and really low in carbohydrates is the body producing these compounds called ketones, which is where the name ketogenic diet comes from. Keto in ketogenic diet comes from ketones, and genic coming from the word genesis or to create. So, this diet quite literally translates to ketone generating. Now, the body produces different types of ketones. A concentrated form of one of these types can actually be purchased over the counter at most pharmacies. It's called acetone, also known as nail polish remover. The body actually produces acetone when it's in a state of ketosis, like after following a ketogenic diet for a while. Another type of ketone the body naturally produces is beta-hydroxybutyrate. Beta-hydroxybutyrate is the one that researchers seem to care most about, particularly when it comes to brain health. What makes beta-hydroxybutyrate so interesting is that, unlike other compounds, it can cross something called the blood-brain barrier, meaning this ketone can get deep into the brain, specifically the area of the brain where our brain cells use fuel to support all of their functions. So instead of using sugar or glucose as energy, When someone follows a ketogenic diet for long enough, their brain will turn to using beta-hydroxybutyrate, a ketone, as fuel instead. This begs the question, is this a good thing? Is beta-hydroxybutyrate better for the brain than glucose? Well, that's exactly what's being studied. Early studies found that beta-hydroxybutyrate may promote brain health, but there's a problem. Many of these early studies were performed in a test tube, or in animals. In fact, some researchers have expressed concerns about making conclusions about any potential health benefits of beta-hydroxybutyrate based on these early results. Scientists know how beta-hydroxybutyrate is formed, how it's removed by the body, and transported throughout the body. But they've admitted that very little is actually known about whether it can actually improve brain health or prevent brain-related diseases. There have been some small studies that looked at whether following a ketogenic diet helped with memory and thinking abilities, which is a fancy way of saying cognition. These studies showed promise. Those that followed a ketogenic-type diet seemed to show improvements in memory. But the problem was, these studies were really small, think like 10 people, and often provided the participants some sort of fat supplement. So, Instead of having people get all of their fat from foods when they were following a ketogenic diet, they supplemented them with a special blend of fats. Oh, and I should also mention that some researchers have also found that any benefits to memory and cognition disappeared in these small studies after just one month. So any benefits to cognition and memory didn't last. So instead of studying memory and cognition in otherwise healthy individuals, Most of the studies have actually looked at whether following a keto diet can prevent the most well-known disease of the brain, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease is basically a severe form of dementia. There are theories as to why some develop Alzheimer's and some don't, but the keto diet is being studied as a way to manage it. Meaning, if someone were to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, would following a keto diet help delay its progression? Right now, the results seem inconclusive. In fact, some researchers are hesitant to recommend the keto diet for Alzheimer's management without some very clear dietary instructions first. For example, we know that not all fats are necessarily good for us. Consuming too much saturated fat, for example, can increase the risk for developing Alzheimer's by two or three times. Food sources of saturated fat include red meat, butter, and whole milk those are just some examples. We also know that consuming trans fats increases the risk for developing Alzheimer's. Even though trans fats have been banned here in the U.S. and most of Europe, you could still find them in certain packaged foods, like crackers, cookies, and pastries. So, if someone were to follow a keto diet and isn't necessarily paying attention to the types of fat they're consuming, they may actually increase their risk for disease. So it's important we pay attention to the types of fat we consume, especially for those following a keto diet. Instead, the science is pretty clear when it comes to how to reduce our chances for developing Alzheimer's disease. Staying physically active is important. Maintaining your social life as you get older is also great. But when it comes to diet, specifically we know that a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and omega-3 fats specifically can help prevent Alzheimer's disease. Yep, it comes back to the same advice we keep hearing. Meal plans like the Mediterranean diet seem to significantly reduce the risk of not only Alzheimer's disease, but cardiovascular disease. It may help with weight maintenance. It may also keep the microbiome healthy. And this is all at the same time. So when it comes to nutrition and brain health, it may be worthwhile to focus on consuming mostly whole, unprocessed foods, and those five to nine combined servings of fruits and vegetables each day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again so much for taking the time to send in your question, Jeff. Now, if you want to send in a question to be answered right here on the show, you can email one to health at oldpodcast.com, or if you want to hear your own voice on the podcast, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy, and what's great is you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in, or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Thank you so much in advance for sending me your questions. Answering your questions is one of my favorite parts of the show. All right, that's another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.